Welcome to the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast, where we feature physicians who are redefining the practice of medicine and changing the experience we have as doctors in medicine. We all know the system is broken, but we've decided not to complain about it anymore. We're out to fix it. I'm Dr. Una, your host. I'm a pediatrician and serial entrepreneur, but my passion is helping physicians create the freedom to live life and practice medicine on their terms. This is not just a podcast, it's a movement, a movement of change, and I invite you to be a part of it. Let's jump right in. Well, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast. We are going to have a blast. I have the amazing Dr. Robin Tiger here. I've been waiting for this interview. So Dr. Robin, welcome to the show. Wow. Thank you so much for having me. Super honored to be here, Dr. Una. Yeah, this is going to be so good. Now, I was telling you before we got on that I was going to have you introduce yourself because I think you do a better job than I will, even though I'm going to come right after and do my spill, but uh, introduce yourself to the listeners. Yeah, I'm a board-certified, fellowship-trained diagnostic radiologist and stress management expert and founder and CEO of Stress-Free MD. And I'm super passionate about educating physicians, utilizing both a body and mind whole person approach to relieving their stress and all the symptoms that go along with it, to building their resilience and to improving their overall well-being. And all the things. And I think I saw a post that you did and you said, I teach peace. That was you, right? Yes. Yes. I teach peace. And if you listen to her talk, you can sense that she doesn't teach what she doesn't walk through, right? Because you sound so peaceful. You have the perfect podcasting voice, which we'll talk about your podcast in a second. But I love physicians and I love what you do because um, there there is a lot of stress. So for you to be talking about stress-free and MD in the same sentence, uh, that is just, you know, phenomenal. So talk to me about, you know, from your perception, what life looks like for the physician who has not yet started this work, right? Of living stress-free and all of that, just with the, you know, the normal path that, you know, we seem to be following. What does that look like? from your perspective? Yeah. So my own experience, I can share that with you. And there are so many physicians that have followed in my path as well, where, you know, we go through the rigorous track of college and medical school and internship and residency and for some fellowship. And then we start practicing medicine. And what we don't learn is how to actually take care of ourselves along the way. We learn so much about the anatomy and the physiology of our bodies, but we don't actually learn that we can control how we're feeling in any given moment. And that's important because not only do we feel horrible with all of this chronic stress on board, and there's so many symptoms that I'll get into, but It also affects our ability to enjoy our lives. It affects our overall health. It affects how we can be with our patients and our loved ones. It affects everything. And this is a huge, huge education gap. So my story is that 
many years ago, probably about, I'm going to say probably about 15 or so, I started to notice that I was developing lots of symptoms and illnesses that seemed really disconnected. And I went to see a lot of doctors and I took a lot of pills and I had every imaging study and every blood test you can imagine. And things that were happening were such, such things as migraine headaches with intractable vomiting. So much so that I had to postpone the kid's Disney trip. I couldn't even pack a suitcase. Tinnitus, so loud I couldn't sleep. Vertigo, where the whole room would spin. I had body pain. Everything hurt. My gums were spontaneously bleeding out of nowhere. I had horrible reflux with burning chest pain. Couldn't digest my food. Really bad abdominal pain every time I ate. And I had this terrifying symptom of intermittent paresthesias where my hands and my feet would go numb. I would be in a breast biopsy, holding the biopsy gun. I couldn't feel my hand. I would be cutting up vegetables in the kitchen. Can't feel the knife. Driving in a car, can't feel the steering wheel. So I was terrified that I had a debilitating neurologic disease because that's what we as doctors do, right? That's what our left brain tells us. All this was going on. Lots of pills were being taken. Imaging studies were negative. Blood tests were negative. I started to have some dark thoughts. Started out with just, hmm, maybe you're not cut out for this. You shouldn't be here. You should have chosen something else to, you know, I don't really know if I want to be here anymore. Really scary, dark thoughts. And I saw a mental health care professional. That didn't help. And I just saw myself as a complex case that nobody could figure out. Everybody saw me as a symptom and gave me a pill for it. And that was it. And Dr. Una, I had three physician friends die from suicide. And so I had this moment where I said, oh my gosh, I am following in their path and I don't want to do that. I've got two amazing kids, an amazing husband, a beautiful home, a job, everything busy in my community. I got to figure this out. And so anyone listening, if you have any of these things going on, know that you're not alone. And I had them too. And then I was able to actually make them all go away, poof, (laughs) disappear, all of them, everything I described to you. All of them. All of them. Wow. Paresthesias, the thoughts, essentially suicidal ideation. Let's give it a name. All of it went away. Everything, everything. And it didn't have to do with the pill. It didn't have to do with talk therapy, acupuncture, physical therapy, occupational therapy, a massage, you name it. I did it. Nothing helped. Nothing. So now inquiring minds want to know, so what did you do? How did you go from that to fixing all of those symptoms and now starting this whole stress-free MD revolution, if you will? Yeah, I love that revolution. Ooh, I'm going to borrow that. Yeah, go for um, it. Yeah, absolutely. So what happened was I was I was at the bottom, right? And there was only one way out and it was up and out. And I didn't want to take that fork where my colleagues had gone. So I started looking outside the box of traditional Western medicine. I love Western medicine. I believe in Western medicine, but it wasn't what I needed right then and there. And so I started hearing things about meditation, about yoga, which I eye rolled a lot at. I have to tell you, lots of eye rolls. I was already a gym rat. I was already working out a ton. I was already eating a plant-based diet. My nutrition was where it should be. My fitness was where it should be. Those weren't my problems. But I started hearing more about these other things and um, took several times of, of me hearing about it and reading about it. And then I saw this 101 series down the road from my home. 
this one-on-one yoga meditation series. And I, I don't know, I didn't want to go by myself. So my next door neighbor's a nurse. I grabbed her. I said, Hey, you want to go check this thing out with me? And she eye rolled. <laughs> and I said, if it's terrible, I promise I'll take you out to dinner and we're going to have a girl's night and we're not, it's not going to be bad. It's going to be great either way. So she's like, all right, let's go. So we signed up We went to this thing and I was exhausted. Dr. Una, I was exhausted. I worked a whole day. I got my kids fed, bathed, their homework done, in bed, got to this thing at 7.30 at night. I could barely keep my eyes open. And after this first session, I had this clarity. I felt calm. I didn't know what happened. My whole world was upside down and I was no longer tired, even though I walked in barely able to keep my eyes open. So. That was the beginning of me diving deeper into my studies and to going into the medical literature and to say, what the heck just happened? (laughs) What happened? And I'll tell you what happened. What happened was that I learned how to balance my autonomic nervous system. I learned how to decrease the stress response, our sympathetic nervous system, and increase our parasympathetic nervous system, tap into that vagal tone and create some homeostasis in my body so that I felt better. And so the diagnosis that we all missed, including me, was a whopping case of chronic stress. And from that point on, my studies continued, my certifications went on and on. So I got certified in everything that helped me and my symptoms all resolved, all of them. And now for a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast is sponsored by the EntreMD Business School. We didn't get any business education during our medical training, and this school fixes that. It is the only school of its kind that helps physicians become thriving entrepreneurs who make money, have impact, and have time for the things that matter. You will get the coaching, accountability, and community you need to be successful. To find out more and to save your spot, go to EntreMD Business School. Dot com. And now for the rest of the episode. Now I'm thinking about this, right? And I'm thinking about, you know, a physician who's like, that is amazing. I want to start working on managing my own stress and all of that. But they're like, I don't have any time though, right? Like that's, I don't have the time. That's part of the reason why all of this is happening and so what we say to the physician who's like, I want to start, I don't have the time um, to add on another thing. I don't have the time to take care of myself. What will we tell them? I love that question because it's probably one of the most, if not the most common question that I get. And what I tell them is I've been in this space for 10 years educating physicians. And there are two ways to answer that. One is as a doctor, I know how doctors think, and I know what tools work best for them. So what I've spent the last 10 years doing is taking what I learned through yoga therapy, through meditation, through somatic movements, through life coaching, all of these things, and deconstructing them into very small digestible bites of information so that even the busiest of doctors can do something in a matter of minutes, sometimes in a matter of seconds. So it's not about going to an our class anywhere. It's what can you do in the minute? You know, give me amount of time. I'm going to tell you what you can do in that amount of time. Secondly is 
I can also tell you what you can do while you're doing other things. So while you're driving your car, while you're eating, while you're emptying the dishwasher and folding your laundry and walking your dog and seeing your patients and charting, I can give you things to do while you're doing other things. So it's not taking away any precious minute (laughs) of your day. Now, certainly if you have time for more, I got more. But if you got 30 seconds, I have something for you to do. Okay. So the big boss here has distilled it all down, done all the hard work. So we can we can download that in a minute. And I love the piece of adding it to what you already do. Today, I was thinking about, it's, I usually would take a three-mile walk most mornings, maybe five days a week. And I went on a walk and I was like, isn't it fascinating? Because I would go on the walk and I would listen to a podcast or something like that at the same time. Uh, Sometimes I'll take some spots of it and do some meditation, all that. So all in all, in that one hour, it takes me to do that. I've done like a gazillion gazillion things. So I I love stacking things. Absolutely love it. Now, there is some non-believer that's like, I cannot imagine what I can do in a minute or 30 seconds that can make my stress better. So Don't give away all your stuff. I want you to keep your stuff, right? (laughs) But what is one thing that somebody can do in 30 seconds or a minute? Like they're super stressed and all of that. What's what's one technique they can use? Well, one thing we can work with, which is always accessible to us, is how we breathe. Now, we spend so much time studying the respiratory cycle right? We know the ins and outs of the anatomy and the physiology of respiration, but no one's told you that your breath can actually do four things, four separate things. Your breath can calm you down. It can wake you up. It can cool you off. It can heat you up. It can do four amazing things depending on how you work with it. So in this situation, when you're feeling stress or work with the calm down part. And so two important points of physiology with your breath are that we focus on the portion of our breath that decreases our heart rate and decreases our blood pressure. And that's our exhale. So we know from physiology, when we inhale, our heart rate goes up, our blood pressure goes up, that's stimulating. So if someone says to you, just take a deep breath, well, you, you breathe up and it's all in your chest. And now what are you supposed to do? Nothing. That doesn't help. That makes you more anxious. It's actually focusing on a long exhale. And the longer, the better without force, because that will tap into your parasympathetic nervous system that will decrease your heart rate and decrease your blood pressure. So the first point is long exhale. Second point is where you're breathing in your body. So we know from physiology that stressful breathing happens in our chest and we do a lot of accessory muscles in our neck and our shoulders, upper chest and back. And that's very inefficient because if you think about our lungs, they're shaped like triangles. So the narrowest part of our lungs are at the top of our chest. So for only breathing up there, we're not efficiently breathing. We have to work really hard to get oxygen. So we want to breathe down lower into our bodies. We call it belly breathing or diaphragmatic breath, or I like to call it low and slow breathing. And that's because our lungs are the widest at the lowest part. So you'll get more oxygen exchange. You'll have to breathe less frequently and it taps into vagal tone. That vagus nerve is our parasympathetic nerve that we want to tap into because it innervates our diaphragm. So with long diaphragmatic excursions, we're stimulating vagal tone. So those are two important physiology points with your breath. And you can do that in a matter of seconds. Wow. Okay. 
did not know you were going to take us to class there, but thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> so as you guys can see why I'm excited to have her here because she knows her stuff, right? And, you know, I'm all for doctors living stress-free, all about it. Now, in doing all of these things, I know you have, I know you have a, a, a program. I know that you do one-on-one coaching. And I also know that you have a podcast, right? And talk to us a little bit about the why behind a podcast, right? And how it's been able to help you to serve people and where we can find the podcast. Yeah. So as Dr. Una teaches, it's really important to have a platform where you can share your voice. And for me, I love sharing my voice. Um, I'm not a writer. I love to, to, to speak. Yes. To write. I will Full disclosure, do not love to write. Um, I do write. I write papers and I write articles and things when I'm asked, but it's not my favorite thing, right? And so for me, having the opportunity to share my voice internationally in I don't know how many countries at this time, it's been amazing. And so many people have said to me over this last, especially decade of my life, everyone needs to hear what you have to say. Everyone needs to hear you. And so this has been an amazing way for me to share my voice, to share what I like to call stress-free snacks, short, actionable tools that you can utilize anytime you need to, because doctors are busy, right? Everyone's so busy. So the busiest of doctors, I've said, well, what's the least amount of time you have in any given day? And they'll say 15 minutes. I'm like, I got you. <laughs> I'm going to teach you something in 15 minutes where you can feel really, really successful. You can learn something, you can implement it right away. So most of my episodes are me, but then once a month, I have an expert guest, Dr. Una honor me as one of my guests. And I like to bring on people that can accentuate and elevate the stress-free platform in ways that I can't. And in doing so, I've met amazing humans and I've been able to collaborate and connect in ways I never imagined. Even through ACLM, the American College of Lifestyle Medicine, it was somebody heard my podcast and they invited me to be their lead faculty and subject matter expert in stress management. And I'm currently creating the new board review materials for the next physician certification exam. So you never know who's listening. Wow. So, you know, I, I love, and this is probably a little bit of a, 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 you know, a side conversation, but we're talking to physicians and, you know, I'm a big fan of owning some kind of platform. I'm like, we have amazing voices. We should put them up there. And that's why this podcast exists to share the stories of amazing physicians. And so did you realize that doing a podcast would give you all these opportunities for networking opportunities with, you know, lifestyle medicine, you know, now you're doing the board review and all of that. Did, did that even cross your mind? No way. <laughs> I just thought that I was giving from my heart and I, I had no idea that it was going to allow me to even do so even more in an exponential fashion. I mean, I was in Mexico and someone in the hotel came up to me and said, oh my gosh, I listened to your podcast. It's amazing. In focus, Mexico? focus, focus. I was in Mexico and he wow. said this focus, focus, focus is one of my episodes talking about how to focus and with his accent, focus, focus, focus. I'm like, what is he saying? Oh my gosh. He listened to the focus episode. Wow. So you do not know who you are touching, who you are helping and the possibilities of the networking experience, which only elevates your ability to help other people. It's truly amazing. 
Oh my goodness. Okay. Tell us where we can find the podcast. (laughs) This is amazing. (laughs) It's called the Stress-Free MD Podcast and it's on all of the major platforms or you can go to my website, stressfreemd.net and get all of the episodes there as well. All right, people, you're already on a podcast platform. So just hit the search bar, Stress-Free MD, and you'll you'll find it there. What's on the horizon for Stress-Free MD? What, if you had your way, what would your impacts look like a year from now, five years from now, 10 years? You can pick whichever one you want. What does it look like? Oh, if I can pick. Yes. Uh, well, you know, I see this education as being on a spectrum. So we have those that are suffering and relieving their suffering. And then we have those that are just beginning. I like to call them our doctor seedlings, right? And so. I would like to help everyone on that spectrum. And I would like everyone who's suffering to learn about me, whether that be through workshops, through my courses, through my programs, through retreats, you know, in any way possible to relieve their suffering. But I would love this education to be intracurricular. I believe every medical student deserves to learn how to care for themselves beginning day one when they are in that orientation and they're looking around and the imposter syndrome hits hard. So that would be my dream big. (laughs) That would be her dream big. I I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. So guys, you can find her, all her stuff is on her website, but you can find her podcast and you definitely want to check her out if this, especially if this resonates with you. She has, you know, programs, she has a coaching, she has uh, retreats that she runs and and all of that stuff. Um, She does a lot of works with work within institutions. So if you're thinking, man, I would love something like this in my institution, she's the person for the job. So, so talk to her. So thank you so much for, for coming on. And um, my final question to you would be this. I talk about the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast being a movement, not just a podcast. And so I ask people, I'm like, enjoy it, learn from it, apply it. But oh my goodness, share it with somebody else, right? Because there's a million of us. If we change, the system has no choice but to change, right? And we are the Calvary. We've taken matters into our own hands. So what would you say is the reason why the doctors listening right now need to share this episode. Yeah, they need to share this episode because we have two things going on. We have a broken healthcare system and we can blame the healthcare system for how we're feeling. I don't know if this is going to change in my lifetime, Dr. Una. I don't know if we're ever going to really see it the way we believe it should be. So then what we can change is the human. And the only thing we're in control of is is ourselves. And taking control of our own health and our own well-being is our biggest superpower. And it's important not only because we feel horrible when we're not our best selves, but chronic stress is associated with diabetes, hypertension, heart disease, stroke, cancer progression and growth. And it even decreases your longevity by prematurely shortening your telomeres. And I have to tell you, I got my telomeres checked. Have you? I haven't. <laughs> now the world knows, but I haven't. <laughs> okay. Well, that's okay. Cause I didn't even know there was a test when I was studying all about telomeres and how you decrease your longevity through chronic stress and illness and so on. I wanted to know where I was. How old am I at the cellular level? Well, a few years ago at age 52, I'm currently age 56 at age 52. I sent my blood test out and guess what? It came back as 36 years. 
What? My cellular age is 16 years younger than my chronologic age. So this stuff works. It works. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for you, I didn't need a blood test because if you remember, I'm like, just looking at you, I'm like, your evidence that your work works, <laughs> right? Because you look amazing, really thank amazing. You. So thank you so much for that. People, you heard her, go share the episode with another doctor. Understand that this could make a really significant difference in their careers, in their businesses, in their family life, in their longevity, the whole nine yards. Um, so share it. Dr. Robin, thank you so much for coming, for sharing. Thank you for what you do for doctors. Thank you for podcasting. Thank you for all of it. Thank you for everything as well. It's been my honor. Absolutely. Okay, people, I'll see you on the next episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Now, this is too good for you to keep to yourself. So I want you to do three things. Number one, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Number two, share this episode with all the doctors in your life. Number three, share it on social media. Until next time, remember, you are a huge part of a movement, changing medicine, one podcast episode at a time.